Hello, Connected Parents, and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. So it's February. Can't believe it's February already. Um, February is the month of love. Everywhere you go, there's hearts and cards and balloons and candies, and it's all very lovely in what is often a very kind of long and dark winter month for people. But I want to talk about how to make it so much more than that in your family, how to really make love the focus. It should always be the focus, but really making it a theme this month to parent from love, not fear, to attempt with a loving, open heart, to listen, to be in a place where you want to understand before being understood and just bring all the elements of love into your family for the month of February. So I want to focus on that today. Hi everyone, I'm Jennifer Colary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So it's hard to talk about love without talking about oxytocin. So I know it doesn't sound all that romantic, but oxytocin is a really powerful uh, hormone slash neurotransmitter. It's known as the love drug. It's known as the tend and befriend hormone. It's that warm, wonderful feeling that you get in your body when you see your child sleeping or when your teenager comes home after school and they're smiling at you or you see your dog or a baby or an old friend, um, or you're just cuddling up with your spouse, there's a warmth that comes from that. And that feeling is the flow of oxytocin. Now there's a few amazing things that oxytocin does. So first of all, it's a cortisol blocker. It actually blocks cortisol and really inhibits cortisol, which is the stress hormone. That's what gives you stomach aches and makes your heart race and makes your body all tense and causes you to go into fight or flight. Um, and over time, being in a high state of stress and having high levels of cortisol all the time can cause your body actually to downgrade your immune system. So your body wants to save all of your energy uh, in case you're being attacked, because it doesn't understand, the, the midbrain doesn't understand why you are so stressed, so it assumes you're in some kind of immediate danger. So it downgrades your immune system to save that energy. So you're literally making poorer copies of, of DNA, like it literally downgrades. So what you want is you want to have lots of love, lots of connection, lots of warmth, so that your body is relaxed. So the signal to your brain is I'm not in danger. Your, your immune system can actually upgrade. It actually strengthens. So the higher the levels of oxytocin in the body, the uh, better your immune system works. So it's a cortisol blocker, strengthens the immune system. It speeds up neural plasticity. So the more oxytocin is flowing through you and through your child, the better they are at learning. The more they remember things, the more the brain stays in a learning state where it can actually pay attention to important things rather than things that have to do with survival. So as parents, we worry about our kids and our teenagers and even our young adults that they're learning and they're growing and they're taking in information and they're using it properly. Uh, a brain that is fueled by oxytocin is ready to learn and it's ready to take healthy risks, which is what you need to learn and to grow. Um, it bounces back. So when you 
are giving a hug and a snuggle or something really warm and wonderful to someone you love, you get the bounce back. So your brain gets all of those same amazing benefits. It's free. You don't need a prescription. You don't run out of it. There is no reason for it not to be something that is a part of almost every communication you have, especially with your family. So that's my case for oxytocin. Oh, and one more thing. It's actually very good for the skin. It actually can make you look younger, which is kind of fabulous. So that's oxytocin. So how do we bring more of that into our homes? So I have a few ideas. You know, what often happens during Valentine's Day is the kids, if you have little kids, they come home and they got their list, their class list. And it's this stressful thing where they have to write out their cards and they're making cards for family members. It's sort of to set an intention at the beginning of the month, not just around the day itself, but at the beginning of the month saying, saying look, you see hearts everywhere. Let's really, let's take this to heart this month. Let's really make sure that we're being as loving as we can with each other, that we're giving lots of hugs, that we're bringing lots of joy and oxytocin into our, into our lives. And so when you're writing those cards, really stop and think, what is one thing that I really appreciate about that person? And maybe they don't like that person very much, but that person can be funny or that person's really good at something else, or that person is um, brave enough to speak their mind sometimes. See if you can help your child find one thing about each child that they're making this card for and really resonate with that and think about it. And if they're, if they feel like it, they can put if and it's appropriate, of course, they can put that one thing in their card, but certainly they can do that with family. And when we're, you know, giving our kids cards, if we do that, or our spouse, like really just take a second, don't just write an obligatory card to cross it off your list. Really think about how do I value that person? What do they bring to my life? Do I show them enough? Do I tell them enough how much I love them? Regardless of whether I think they do it enough for me, really do it from the heart. I want to suggest another exercise too. And maybe the whole family can do this during the month of February. You wake up in the morning and before you jump out of bed and think about all the thousands of things that you have to do before you get out of bed, just lie there for a moment and bring forward in your mind, each person in your family or good friends too, who, who you love. And just imagine they're right in front of you. You're putting your hands right on their cheeks. You're looking deep into their eyes and you're telling them something you really value and love about them. And imagine how you, how they would feel when you say that, and then really resonate with that feeling yourself. Start every morning the month of February like that. I, I bet you it'll become such a lovely habit that you'll love to do it you know, well beyond February, but it is such a beautiful way to set the biochemicals for the day, you know, to really kind of set that tone, to get the oxytocin flowing so it'll block your cortisol or at least inhibit your cortisol during the morning and see if with your little ones, you can wake them up this way. So you wake them up, you give them a snuggle instead of like, come on, get up. It's like, let's just take a second. And you can either choose one person or you can even think about little stuffed animals or toys they have or pets, like just have them run through, um, you know, imagining all of the people or animals that mean something to them and start the day that way and watch how, how this can carry forward into the whole day, but especially into the morning. I think it's also important because really the focus of Valentine's Day is, is you know, love, but also romantic love. You're supposed to you know, spend more time with your partner and take them out for a nice dinner and 
you know, it's so much more than that. Restaurants are so expensive and it becomes, you know, this thing that you have to do, but really, again, really take it to heart and think about how much attention and time your relationship needs. And it's all, you know, we, we neglect ourselves often because there's a million things to do. And then we often uh, neglect our relationship. We don't spend enough time with our spouse or our partner. You know, we leave that to the, to the end. And when the, you know, the kids are finally in bed and you're just so exhausted, you don't even really talk to each other anymore. You sit there and you watch a show and you go to sleep yourself. So really think about nurturing that relationship over this month and do it for your kids too, right? If, if you end up in this space where you're not tending to that relationship and every relationship needs nurturing, you wouldn't stick a plant in the window and just expect it to grow. Like you have to nourish it. You have to water it. You have to feed it. You have to pay attention to it. Um, and relationships are the same. And your children are always watching. And we are always teaching. So making a special effort to you know hold your partner's hand, uh, really sort of engage in that non-sexual touch where you're just, I don't know, brushing the hair from your wife's eyes or you know putting your hand on their shoulder or just giving them a hug for no reason, or look gazing right into their eyes. Put your hands on their cheeks and just gaze into their eyes. Don't, don't say anything. Just have a moment. Just have an oxytocin exchange and let your kids watch that. They love it, by the way. They'll giggle. They'll go, oh, what are you doing? But deep down, they really love that. They love to see um, their parents connecting in this way. And by the way, they will also get a blast of oxytocin from that, just from watching you, just from being, you know, in proximity of a moment like that and really teach your children without sitting down on, you know, kids, you really have to just do it. Show them, pay attention to that relationship, take care of that relationship. And they are watching and you're showing them what you want them to have when they grow up. So really think about all the ways that you can use the theme of this month to bring love forward. And then the final thing I really want to say, and I say this all the time is we so often parent from a place of fear. You know, fear that our kids aren't going to learn the lesson. Fear that they're not going to get something done. Fear that they're going to grow up and be disorganized if they're not organized now. And that energy, that fear-based energy, um, feels exactly like that. As soon as that's the energy, as soon as that's where it's coming from, the child's um, biochemical system picks up on that fear and already either gets defensive or says no or wants to shut it down. When a conversation is really coming from a place of love, where you're genuinely doing it because you adore your child and you adore everything you know about them, and maybe not the behavior that you're seeing, but you want you want everything you say to them to emanate from that place. Like when you're yelling at them or don't you know I love you? No, I, that doesn't feel like love. That feels like anger, right? So catch yourself, ground yourself. If you find yourself in a moment like that, we don't like how you sound, take a second and go, wait, I don't like how I sound. That, I don't like how it, that sounded. That's not how I wanted to sound. I'm gonna take a breath. I'm gonna say that again. You are showing your child that you're parenting from a place of love. You are showing them that you care enough about them and also yourself to really approach that situ situation in a way that you feel really good about and you feel really proud of. So find some ways to make love the theme this month. It's really important. And then if you're interested, I do have two other podcasts. One is on on oxytocin itself and the, the benefits of it, if you want a little deeper dive into it. And also the Valentine's Day podcast, I think from last year, has a bit more information about the, the biochemistry of love in it. 
So, and if you want more information about connected parenting, please go to connectedparenting.com. We've got all kinds of resources there for you. An amazing team of therapists and uh, parenting coaches and practitioners. I have uh, a number of online courses that are just, you know, on demand. You can, it's just an, a supportive online resource available for you. Um, one of the courses has a, a monthly coaching call where you can interact with me and uh, families from all over the world, which is really great. Uh, my books are on there. Um, we've tried to put all kinds of things together to help you on your connected parenting journey. And I will see you next time on the next episode of Connected Parenting.